Ooh, yes. Um, blessing everybody. It's been a while before we do a, another, we'll call it presentation, yeah. But hello everybody though. Well, this is the Slow Build Podcast. Yeah, we're just chilling. And um, today, I guess I can talk about the the idea of not even feeling God's presence. Like, you, you know He's there and everything, but, you know, sometimes the pressures of life and everything that comes to, um, to like, distract us a little bit. And, you know, sometimes you ask a question and you actually answer it in the same breath, you know. Because uh, I was listening to a song and the song said, um, you know, blessed, we are blessed and all of that. And let me say, am I really blessed, you know? Sometimes you don't feel like you're blessed, but then um, I played a song. And the song was kind of reminded me of of your of the position you know that if you are outside of God's presence um, things are gonna look a bit tricky but until you run back in like what David always did when when he feel the anguish when he looked on other persons and said these persons not serving God but somehow they look like they are more in a better space. I don't know David earlier and was serving God to the best of his ability. I like us, you know, um, things happen. We we lose job, we lose loved ones, we lose money, you know. But how how do we um, maintain the joy when it says the joy of the Lord is our strength, you know? Um, I believe then some of the information that we got it's not correct now that is not true but it's not correct because I think that um, we don't talk about how we really feel like you know you go to church and you meet your brothers and sisters and so you do yeah man I'm blessed you know um, are you really blessed though are you really you know are you just saying it are you walking by faith? But that is where the, the hypocrisy comes in, where we say one thing and we're experiencing another thing. So when somebody says they are blessed, I think it to me that we're blessed in every area of our life, not just only financially. Um, blessing our family, blessed with um, good health, you know, we notice good health it can be another challenge. But um, I'm just reminded of going in, going back in God's presence. Because sometimes we can say we're, we're doing good until we're not doing good, and then we forget who God is in the in the moment. And um, and I, I heard a recording yesterday. I'm going to try to play it a little bit later too before I forget. Um, this guy was. Um, you know, NFL guy, you know, play on Sunday. And him said, wait, where are we playing on Sunday? This is God's day. And he gave a testimony. It was very powerful. I'm, I'm going to play it later on. 
But I just want to remind um, everybody, myself included, this this is only this is for me, you know. This is not for everybody. Are you feeling the the pressures of life and you know? It's not like you want to give up, you know, but you feel like oh, it becomes a lot, you know? Yeah. So then I remember this song. I'm gonna play it and then I'm going back to that um, interview with a guy. Um, it says, um, I want to be where you are. And you see, when we think about God's presence, um, there shouldn't be any pain if we're really in his presence. Because if we're really in his presence, nothing else should matter, you know? And sometimes we we say we're in his presence. Well, we're not really. I'm just play a little song and then um, I'll cut back to the interview, all right? So here it goes. I just want to be where you are Dwelling daily in your presence I don't want to worship from afar me near to where you are I just want to be where you are In your dwelling place forever Take me to the place where you are I just want to be with you Wanna be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table, surrounded by your glory. In your presence, that's where I always want to be. I just want to be. I just want to be with you I just want to be where you are Your dwelling place forever Presence. The presence of God is so beautiful. Like we forget how good God is, how big God is, how awesome God is. So this is just a reminder for myself. And remember, this is not from anybody. This is for me, you know. I'm going to go back and listen to this later and just enjoy the presence. 
Yeah. We have to remember who God is, man. Um, you know, we forget um, the challenges. You know, the enemy are going to work. He, he want to get us discouraged. Yeah. All right, I think I found the video. Yeah, let me try it, load it up. Yes, I found the video. All right, here it goes. Um, man, we play this game on Sundays, and it's really the Lord's Day. And when the day we should be worshiping the Lord, a lot of times the players are getting worshiped, and we get to go on this ball field. So since so many of us didn't get to go to church today, I have a word that I want to share. I know this is a little untraditional, so like I said, buckle up. Uh, Revelations 3.20 says, See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and eat with him and he with me. I want to tell y'all about a knock that I heard this week. A lot of people don't know this, but on Friday, my daughter, she's four years old. She had her third um, epilepsy seizure attack. It's my same daughter who uh, survived retinoblastoma. Uh, she's been totally clear to that. But she had her, her third um, seizure and it's been almost two years. She was uh, about a month away. If she would have had no seizures for one more month, then she would have been off the medicine. But now we have to start that clock all the way over. It was on Friday when we was a bunch of kids over the house and she was playing. And I noticed something was off. Um, and I told her mom I thought she was having a seizure. Her mom is pretty good. She, she saw it, my wife. And we took her in her room, didn't want to cause a scene. And she started to foam at the mouth. And uh, it was worse, her worst seizure. For 30 minutes, um, she seized. Um, she wouldn't come, and we had to call the uh, paramedics. They came. And so over the course of time, it ended up being a total of 30 minutes. They got her in. My wife got in the paramedics with her. I got behind them driving. Um, you can imagine all the thoughts that's racing through your mind. The last sight you see of your daughter is she's totally out of it. Um, got to the hospital, and my wife told me that my daughter stopped breathing in the car twice. Um... So I'm, of course, praying. We get to the hospital. They put, give her a bunch of medicine. They should seize the stop. She's laying there. And at this point, if she sees for 30 minutes, you, 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 you start to fear there could be development issues that could mess with her brain. Um, you know, she stopped breathing. If there was no oxygen going to her brain, you know, you start to think about her speech be slurred or anything um, or worse. So we prayed and we prayed and she had medicine and, and my wife and I had to stay overnight at the hospital and... In the middle of the night, probably about three o'clock, I heard a knock. And the knock, the knock was my daughter. I prayed for her. I said, God, let this just be an attack from the enemy that's just trying to be a distraction and let him have overplayed his hand and my daughter come back stronger than before. When I heard my daughter talk in the middle of the night, and my daughter, she doesn't have any develop, development issues, praise God. She doesn't have any slurred speech, you know, prior to this. She woke up talking clearer than she was talking before. Now, anyone who deals with epilepsy knows that it takes a little few days for them to come back. You know, they usually can get back to normal wherever they were, um, but it takes a couple of days. They're groggy. It's a lot because what their body is like, it's like the TV just static in their brain. She was talking clearer than before. And it was 3 o'clock, and we heard her talk, and we let her talk for about 20 minutes. And we said, hey, baby, it's, it's, it's nighttime. Let's go back to sleep. You know, and I just prayed. I started saying, praise God, praise God. The next morning when she got up, my daughter was so sharp. She was able to talk to her, me and her mom. I mean, clear conversation. She's sharp for a four-year-old. No stuttering. All her words clear. 
And my daughter, like I said, my daughter is already sharp. She was sharper than before. And if any of, if any of you were able to have a conversation with my daughter, you wouldn't know anything had ever happened. So we had a birthday party for my seven-year-old daughter that day. She got to be released from the hospital and she came back home. And it was as if nothing was happening. She was playing with the kids the day before. And she had the worst seizure that she had ever had. And the next day, she's back out there playing with the kids. Now, of course, we can't let her get overstimulated. We have to keep bringing her in. have to keep cooling her down. Can't let her do too much just because of protocol. But when I tell you, uh, I, I got a chance to see hear a knock from God. And what I want to share is we get to play this game, and it's great. And there's so many amazing things that happen in that game. And everybody wants to hear about them. But when we could leave this game, we go back to being regular people. And regular people are living life. And people are waiting for a knock. And the word says who Jesus is, he's knocking at the door. All you got to do is get up. And so on the way, man, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm praying. And I'm trusting. And I'm believing. And I'm asking for my daughter to make it through. I'm asking that she's better than before. And God gave me just what I asked for plus some. I was blown away. And at that point, I knew, well, the game is already, the game is going to take care of itself. My, my knock had already been, been answered. And I just want people to know, like, if you got stuff going on in your life, lay it before the Lord. Lay it before the Lord and trust. And be expecting of a knock. Because the word says what you have to do is you have to get up and open the door. He's not going to open the door for you. He's going to knock. But you have to be listening and waiting for the knock. And when you see it, you have to get up and open the door. And your blessing is going to be there. Now, I'm going to be here to talk about football next week. I wish y'all well. Happy Sunday and praise God. Thank y'all. Ladies, if you are over the age of 35. Wow, I tell you, that testimony is powerful, man. I tell you, I had a similar issue too because I remember when, um, when my daughter was about that age, she had a, a situation where she froze, um, she couldn't move. I don't think I share this much, but at that time, the paramedics came, they, they came in like like a minute and a half, and I was getting ready to go to work. And we called the boss and said, sir, I'm not coming in today. So what happened? So well, my daughter, something happened and I can't explain it. Anyway, the, the paramedics came and, you know, some nice guys, they came in the house and they looked and they were touching her, talking. It's almost like she became like a mannequin. She didn't move. Her eyes was, were open. She could breathe and everything. And, you know, so when this guy shared his testimony, it just brought me back to that moment where I said, thank God, when the doctors, they did all the tests, um, they couldn't find anything. They check every every sample that, that could come out of her body, they do. And um, they had her on observation for like um, a day and a half. And then they said, you know, so guys, um, we don't see anything wrong with the daughter. Um, you know, we have, to, we have to release her, you know. And it happened once and it was such a, a terrifying time. You know, the idea of you don't know what to do, you know? And you, but you're reacting fast, but you don't know what to do because you don't know what this is. We don't know if it was a stroke, a seizure or something else. 
Uh, we explained to the doctors best as we could and they did the test and you know. But all, the only thing we I remember us doing we were just crying out to God and said, Jesus help us. You know. And that is where we know we have comfort. In, in moments like those, we can cry out to Jesus, you know. And for those who have the relationship with God, that is our man, that is everything. And for those who don't, um, they cry out to God in a way, but, you know, it's more like a, a relationship. If the relationship isn't, isn't there, you know. Like, I can say I know Michael Jordan, but can I call him personally, you know? He's going to say, who is this? I will know there's a situation in the scripture when the Lord said, um, depart from me, I don't know you, you know? And as we think about a relationship, it's usually, it's dual, it's not a one-sided relationship, you know? And we, we, we see in the celebrities, they have the one-sided, um, we see them and we, oh, you know, we... We Google God, God for them, but they don't know you. <laughs> they, you just have a person, like a fan, you know. But our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, He knows us. And we have full assurance that if we have a relationship with Him and we continue to strive, He will always be there. He said He will never, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Even when our mother and father leave us or forsake us, he said he won't, you know. So my encouragement to those who um, believe us and non-believers, for the believers, we just say, hold on, continue, you know, strive. Uh, advers adversities will come, but strive and hold on to God. And for those who don't know God, mm, um, I can't say what you're waiting for, you know. Um, he's there knocking, as the guy said. He's knocking. He's knocking at, on your heart. He wants to commune and have um, conversation and dialogue with you. So, thank you guys. This has been a wonderful talk. Um, yeah, this is for, for me, you know. I just want to bless everybody, anybody who get the opportunity to hear. Because sometimes it's a boy, Lord, you know, for one person can benefit well I think I've done the purpose but God is good you know so I'm gonna finish off with the, the same song um, I want to be where you are this is one of my favorite artists um, Keith Stem alright here he goes I just want to be where you are Dwelling daily in your presence I don't want to worship from afar Draw me near to where you are I just want to be where you are your dwelling place forever. Take me to the place where you are. I just want to be with you. 
I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table, surrounded by your glory. Yeah, thank you one more, one and all. This has been the Slow Build Podcast. Um, just be encouraged, you know. God is there. You will never leave in our forsakes. Blessings. The unmerited favor of God be upon you. Amen. I just want to be where you are. Your dwelling place for